When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When talking about sports and silver linings, one cool thing about the sports world and the world as a whole being on pause here has been the re-airing of classic games and being reminded of past seasons and players and heading down certain rabbit holes. Darcy Tucker, I've seen a, a decent amount of you on my TV screen over the last two months, which has been very cool. And now I get a chance to chat with you, uh, which is cool as well. How are you doing, Darcy? I'm doing great. Uh, I think sometimes my kids, unfortunately, uh, think the same thing when watching me on TV, though. They're seeing a lot of me and they're wondering why. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't blame them. It's 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 sort of it's been a weird experience. It's uh, obviously right off the shoot. I think it's uh, that's what we were dying for. Just give us some sort of games. But I think it really uh, helped gain an appreciation for, uh, you know, older players, guys that, you know, have been through uh, what the current Leafs are experiencing right now and just gaining an appreciation and being reminded of of uh, really how good these guys were and, and, uh, and just sort of, you know, going back through the memories. It was, it was pretty cool. And, and I'm enjoying that part of it, even though we don't have uh, regular games, but the other thing about quarantine that it's done is it's given us all something to talk about, right? It's sort of the new icebreaker. You see anyone and you have sort of something in common with them. It replaces sort of the awkward conversations, maybe about the weather. We can all fill time by just asking each other how we're holding up. Uh, I don't need to waste any time with you, Darcy, but I got to ask, what's your quarantine setup? Who are you with? How are you uh, holding up? Well, it's actually been uh, quite uh, good for us. My kids are all back home. Um, uh, My wife's extremely happy that we're sitting down for dinner each and every night uh, around the dinner table. Uh, We're having great conversation, and and some of it revolves around, obviously, the game of hockey because both my boys play and then my daughter's uh, boyfriend who's a hockey player as well at uh, UMass Lowell um, is is here quarantining with us as well so uh, we get a lot of hockey talk around the uh, dinner table it's a lot of fun some Saturdays we've watched old leaf games which has been amazing uh, you know a lot of fun doing that and then Obviously, coming up uh, soon with our Scotiabank's Hockey 24, we're going to be able to sit down and do that as a family. So that's going to be an amazing opportunity for all of us to kind of sit down and, and watch some things. And uh, my son's in that as well as my, my youngest one. So we're going to have some fun doing that. Big crew. Uh, I'll get to the Hockey 24 in just one second. But uh, I got to ask you, what's one thing that would make this quarantine situation a little bit easier to stomach? You got a big crew on hand. You got a lot of you know, a lot of family and you're, and you're spending some quality time, but is there something that you're just dying to do uh, and you can't do it just yet? 
Well, it's it sounds like the reopening of the golf courses are is uh, getting close at hand here, and obviously getting an opportunity to get out in the course and get some fresh air and, and hit the ball around, and hopefully we'll be able to do that uh, sooner and later. So I've been itching to do that. Uh, we've uh, been going on walks at night. We got a new uh, puppy. His name's Ralph. Uh, so we've been walking him at night. So just getting out and getting some fresh air is probably the number one thing that uh, that we've been trying to do and getting on the golf course would be another aspect of that. Perfect time for a new puppy. Ralph, uh, Ralph will never have it better than he has it right now, I suppose. Uh, I was, I was, I was thinking you had mentioned golf. Uh, so you don't have a tee time this weekend yet? No, not this weekend. We're going to lay low uh, this weekend. Uh, I'm a member at one of the courses here in the, the, the area. So uh, I'll wait till it actually reopens on the 25th. And then uh, hopefully we'll get out uh, maybe the start of June and, and start playing a little bit. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see how it kind of all plays out. But I'm looking forward to the opportunity to just get some fresh air and hit the ball around. There you go. Okay. November 17th, 2019, folks around the country in small towns and in big cities were doing precisely what they love doing. It was a simpler time, obviously. And it was a simple idea, really, that produced something I suspect will be pretty damn awesome. Tell us about what happened that day. The Hockey 24 doc that is set to launch on May 24th. Yeah, so on November 17, 2019, we obviously had the opportunity uh, with my son to, to do uh, a part of uh, this documentary. Uh, um, you know, it's a father and son uh, getting uh, on the ice together, showing uh, what it's like to be a dad coach. Um, you know, it makes my wife cry every time she gets an opportunity to see the little snippet trailer of it. Uh, and that's just a, a small portion of what uh, Scotiabank's Hockey 24 is all about. Uh, you know, you look across our great country of Canada and there's so many people doing so many different uh, amazing things uh, in hockey. And it's just going to be a wonderful way to, you know, see uh, hockey again in a light that's not only about hockey, but about life. And uh, we're really looking forward to watching it uh, on Sportsnet on the, on the 24th. And, uh, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, my son and, and, and my wife and, and, and all of our family has something to do with the, the doc, documentary is just amazing. We're, we're so proud. And uh, it was a lot of fun to, uh, to be a part of. I was going to ask you next if there was a, a sort of a moment that would sort of tug at the heartstrings of Canadians. It could be the Tucker story, I guess. Uh, but I'm a sucker for nostalgia. Canadiana, Hockey Day in Canada is like my favorite day on the calendar. I'm sure you're a big fan of that day as well. Uh, do you have do you know of any other uh, snippets that will be in the film other than uh, what was filmed uh, around your household? Uh, is there anything else that you can uh, you can tease to give uh, viewers, uh, get viewers excited about the, the doc? Uh, absolutely. Well, Scotiabank Hockey 24 isn't just about hockey. It's a, it's a story about humanity. So there, we've got uh, things including a face-off with a pig. Uh, you know, the goalie grandma kind of gets close to my heart because my mom uh, loves to play net when she's around my kids. So she played net for myself and my brother when I was uh, a youngster. So she, she enjoys that part of it. So that'll be fun. And uh, you know, the parents with 18 children in hockey, like that's just absolutely amazing. So there's many different uh, opportunities to see uh, what hockey means to different aspects of Canadians and the relationships uh, through sports. So it's just uh, awesome. Uh, I, I, I just 
I'm just so proud to be part of uh, Scotiabank Hockey 24 in general, just to, to have the opportunity to be part of this documentary is just amazing for us. Goalie grandma sounds entertaining. Okay, Darcy, let's go back 35 years. November 17th, 1985, we'll call it. Uh, what sort of footage would have been captured at the Tucker household back then? Wow, we we played hockey like nobody's business. Uh, we had this shed uh, down um, when I was a kid uh, that we used to shoot pucks uh, at, and my mom was in the net. And for whatever reason, she thought she was pretty tough. She never really wanted to put the goalie gear on, so she used to like stop those pucks. I couldn't believe it. Uh, you know, I was uh, obviously ten years old in 1985, so that shoot pucks at her at that time, uh, you know, it just amazes me how tough a lady she was and. Uh, the help that she gave not only myself but my brother uh, the teachings that uh, we got as kids uh, was amazing uh, and we're just uh, we're just one of the families that loves hockey and and we did everything together as a family when I was a kid uh, my dad my mom and my brother and myself were always at everything together we never went anywhere without each other I had a pretty weak wrist shot all the way through but I'm sure at some point uh, you made her put the pads on no she didn't like to put the pads on. She said it was too restrictive for her. She just wanted to eat the pucks off her shins. I don't know what the heck. She was a pretty tough lady. And the funny thing was when I was, uh, when I was, uh, came back to Toronto after I retired, we had a backyard uh, rink and my mom would come to visit and she did the same thing. Actually, there's a, there was a picture on Mother's Day that I put on my um, uh, Instagram of her with my two boys and she just had a helmet on and, uh, farmer gloves and she was in the in the pipes playing that so I mean that's the kind of you know farm tough Canadian she was uh growing up uh, when I was growing up and she's still that same way today that's wild I guess there's uh that setup could work right now I mean there could be kids all over the country shooting pucks uh on their mothers but um the the hockey lifestyle has really been grounded to a halt here because of what's going on in the world so what advice would you give to kids that are still chasing their hockey dreams that are frustrated by the current situation? Well, it, it kind of brings us back to maybe some of the ways of doing things when I was a youngster. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, we never had ice in the summertime. Uh, summertime was about, uh, you know, shooting pucks and, and doing things of that nature, maybe rollerblading, biking, working out. Um, so it kind of brings us back to the imagination that maybe um, is lacking right now in, in some of the ways of doing things. You know, everything's so prepared for kids uh, from a standpoint of, you know, you go to your stick handling coach or you go to your skating coach, um, you know, things of that nature. You got a workout uh, guy that you go to. Maybe you're having to think and manage and, and, and uh, use your imagination to make up things like uh, I did as a kid. Like my workout regime wasn't uh, with weights. Mine was with the, uh, you know, we threw around bales on the farm and we, you know, we picked up things like uh, big logs and carried them around to, to get in shape. So maybe there's different ways and imaginations that kids have to use uh, to, to keep their condition and get ready to play hockey when hockey does come back. I, I know my lads are rollerblading a lot. Uh, they've actually had their equipment on rollerblading <laughs> down the street. So they're missing hockey as well. And uh, I think we're all missing the, the game uh, when it comes to uh, our love for it. Um, 
you know, I talked to my Scotiabank teammates uh, the other day, Cassie Campbell, Pascal, Lanny McDonald, Natalie, Natalie Spooner, and we're all missing the game. And hopefully, you know, hockey, Scotiabank's Hockey 24 will give us a little bit of uh, that uh, scratch of the itch, uh, so to speak, uh, to, to watch it on, the, uh, on May 24th. What about a wash? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Up beer leaguer like myself. Any advice other than uh, just, you know, getting off the couch? Uh, a few burpees might might help you. Uh, the the workouts uh, for me I, I've actually used this time to maybe get some of my condition back I'd lost it uh, uh, over the years uh, so I've used this uh, this time to get back to shape a little bit uh, my wife and kids are pushing me to to lose a few pounds so it's it's helped uh, so and all us old beer leaguers can still get back in shape don't worry yeah, I need a kick in my in the ass myself. Uh, if we're being honest with ourselves, though, uh, these times sort of further separate the NHL from uh, maybe its grassroots beginning. So if it comes back, it will be driven by money. Uh, but that's okay, I think, because we need inspiration in our society today. Uh, and seeing the NHL return, I think, would help that in a significant way. Do you believe that we'll see the season resume this summer? And are you in favor of it? Well, I'm... I'm a positive person, so and you know I'm I'm an optimist when it comes to what I feel is going to happen. So I, I believe there's going to be hockey. Um, it might be a little bit different in the aspect of how we uh, watch it, um, but I mean hockey is a great sport, and we'll adjust and we'll adapt. And um, you know, same with the kids; they're going to adjust, they're going to adapt to whatever situations are, are presented to them. Uh, I think the number one thing is. Uh, the hope and optimism that uh, our game's going to be back and as good as ever. And uh, hopefully we will be watching hockey sooner than later. If it does return, the long layoff, I think, will yield some unexpected results. Uh, you don't have a direct experience to draw on in terms of an uh, interrupted season that was sort of just closing in on, on what would be the end or its conclusion. But you did lose out on an entire season uh, during the lockout. And you had something of a resurgence the following year. Did that layoff benefit you in any way? And are you willing to share some of that potential wisdom for for, for players that are uh, experiencing a layoff right now? Well, I think it. It sometimes when you have a layoff, uh, your love for the game uh, ignites. Uh, the fire that drives you uh, becomes a little bit more stoked. So, um, with me, I think that that's what happened. I you know I really believe sometimes that you 
take for granted the opportunity that you have in front of you and, and uh, the layoff uh, gets you back to maybe being a kid again. And, and like I said, uh, using your imagination, I worked extremely hard to uh, get back the condition that uh, I believed would make me uh, more successful as a hockey player individually and would obviously help my team and my teammates out uh, when we did come back. So I think there's a lot of that uh, going to go on when it comes to the fact that uh, a lot of hockey players have this burning desire to get back on the ice, and when they do, they'll, they'll be a better version of themselves. What about the Toronto Maple Leafs? Do you think it'll help them, uh, this little bit, this layoff, this breather? Uh, if, if the NHL does resume, do you think the, the Leafs will be in a better spot for it? Well, let's, let's hope so. Like, uh, I think we're all... Uh, uh, striving to win um, and the Leafs are no different and I think the opportunity that uh, lies ahead uh, is great here in Toronto. We have a good group of young individuals and young players and uh, they have a passion for the game that uh, hopefully like I said will be stoked uh, and the fire will be um, high when they come back to play the game. I really believe that the opportunity that they have is uh, immense and hopefully their young youthful exuberance will shine through when hockey does return. Give me your take on this season. What worked? What didn't work for the Maple Leafs? Uh, was it a disappointing season in your mind if, if, it was, if we have, in fact, reached the end here? Um, no, I, I, I love the, the team that we have here in Toronto. I, I look at uh, the opportunities uh, uh, when I've gone down to Scotiabank Arena to watch the team play. I, I really believe that we've got a, a really good hockey team. And I think they believe that as well as a group. And uh, belief is a great thing in life. If you have a strong belief that uh, you can do something, uh, you can accomplish it, uh, then it's that much closer to being accomplished. So. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think that uh, not only is it a good hockey club, uh, they got good people involved in the organization, and that's half the battle as well. So um, let's just wait and see how it plays out. But uh, I think everybody in Toronto is uh, excited about uh, this good young group of players. We, we were just talking about, you know, kids, uh, you know, missing out maybe on their hockey dreams or their dreams being dashed temporarily. Can you sympathize with anyone in the league right now? I mean, most directly, uh, Austin Matthews. You know, he lost out on his chance at the franchise goal record. Connor McDavid was primed for the postseason again after all these years of, of being on the outside. Then there's a player like Joe Thornton or Patrick Marlowe who might have had their final chapters written for them. Can, can, you, consider a, can you sort of sympathize with, the, with those guys or, or with uh, certain individuals going through right now? Yeah, I, I sympathize with the older player, um, the guy that maybe hasn't won a Stanley Cup and uh, it's getting to the point where you never know if you're going to play another hockey game if uh, this goes on too long. So those are the guys you sympathize with because, um, you know, I'm 45 years old right now and my one regret in hockey is that I didn't get the opportunity to win a Stanley Cup. And um, that uh, is something that you carry with you for the rest of your life. So. I'd sympathize with them a little bit more and I'd sympathize with the younger guys. They got some years ahead of them and uh, they're in their prime. So um, I guess that would be the, the lasting effect on it would be that maybe some of the older guys won't get an opportunity to uh, fulfill that dream. Darcy, what was the best thing about being a Toronto Maple Leaf? 
Oh gosh, that's a good question. It's it's all encompassing. Uh, I didn't really realize until the day I walked into that locker room what it was like uh, to play in Toronto number one and what it was like to to wear that Maple Leaf. Uh, and you wear it uh, when when you leave the rink, you're still wearing it. Uh, when you're at the grocery store, you're wearing it. When you're um, uh, walking through the streets of Toronto and uh, and people recognize your face, you're Toronto Maple Leaf, and that uh, that means a lot to. To a lot of people but it's not lost on uh on myself but you know i used to watch when johnny bauer came on the big screen down at scotiabank arena the fact that uh, the goosebumps on the back of your neck would stand uh, on end and your hair on the back of your neck would stand on end and uh, it means a lot to be a toronto maple leaf in the city of toronto and um i'm very proud to be part of the organization uh at any level and uh it's it was a lot of fun and still is a lot of fun like i said i i still talk hockey with people when i'm walking through the streets of toronto and uh we're very fortunate here in toronto to have a great fan base and people who love the game of hockey and um, um, we're looking forward to like i said hopefully one day uh this group of players uh having a parade up and down uh, young street because that's the ultimate goal when you're a hockey player and it would be so special here in the city of toronto I'm not sure if you caught the uh, the Maple Leafs all-time team that TSN uh, put together. I don't know if it was last week or the or the week before. Uh, but did you have any beef with that list? Any surprises? Anything that that jumped out at, out at you if you if you did in fact see that list? I, I actually didn't uh, see the list, but uh, I'm sure uh, in the hundred and some odd years of uh, Toronto Maple Leaf hockey players that it's a pretty darn good team. I'll tell you that uh, whoever was on it. So. Um, you know, that there's a group of players that have played here, um, that know what it's like to be a Toronto Maple Leaf. Uh, and, uh, hopefully a few of those guys were on there. Um, I have some special places in my heart for certain guys, uh, that probably weren't on that list and, uh, some guys that uh, were probably on that list. So, um, I, I really believe whoever's on that list deserves to be there. Uh, there's a lot of great hockey players that have come through this city and uh, some that won Stanley Cups and some that didn't get the opportunity to win it. They were amazing hockey players as well. So um, hopefully uh, the list was, uh, was great. Yeah, you're right. It was a pretty impressive list. Uh, center depth was an issue though. They didn't, they didn't have Doug Gilmore or Wendell or uh, sorry, uh, Daryl Sittler on there because there's uh, there's been too many good centers in the history of this uh, organization. Give me uh I mentioned the old games off the top. Give me a memory that rushed back into your conscious uh, when you were watching these old games. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's that's a good question. Um, I think the, the, the emotion that came along with uh, playing in the playoffs here in Toronto, um, it's a pretty special place come springtime uh, when you do play in the playoffs here. Uh, the fan base is uh, just uh, crazy about uh, hockey. Uh, I remember beating up the Ottawa Senators uh, one year, and it took me almost two hours to get from Scotiabank Arena to my house, and it was a 20-minute drive. So just the people and how much they love the game of hockey um, and the fun part about playing in the playoffs and watching those games uh, back on TV brings back some memories that I'd lost and some memories that uh, I hold still dear to this day. And um, so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun watching them, I'll tell you that. I think it's just as fun for my kids to see uh, them and, and tell me how I wasn't so good as I thought I was back in the day. <laughs> 
Oh, I don't know, Darcy. I think uh, I think there was, you know, amongst the circles or, or online or on Twitter that there was a greater appreciation uh, of you watching those games over. Uh, but the real fun thing for me was seeing names uh, that were sort of stored in the depths of my brain from childhood. Alexander Suglobov, Carl Pilash, John Pohl. I need your favorite obscure teammate and why, and I'll, and I'll leave you on this question. Oh, favorite obscure teammate. Uh, well, I wouldn't say uh, he was obscure in any way, shape, or form, but Aki Berg was uh, a good friend and uh, uh, bringing back some memories watching him play. Uh, Corey Cross scoring a big goal in, um, in New Jersey in the playoffs to put us up 2 nothing uh, when we beat him uh, with, like, 25 or 30 seconds left in game five uh, guys of that nature that uh, played uh, small pivotal roles in uh, those opportunities to actually go to the conference final uh, so there's a couple names for you that Corey cross goal is burned into my memory hockey 24 fresh content for hockey fans coming soon darcy remind listeners where they can watch the documentary when they can watch the doc and what and why they should watch the doc what they should expect uh when it does air yeah, it's it's going to be amazing. Uh, Scotiabank's Hockey 24 will be featured on Sportsnet on May 24th. And then there's an encore presentation that will be uh, available through Hot Docs website beginning May 25th. And uh, then it'll be on uh, French TVA Sports on May uh, 31st. So you can get all opportunities to watch it. Um, you know, it, it's an amazing documentary. Uh, with great, great people involved and uh, some real fun stories um, across uh, Canada. And uh, just, uh, it'll, it'll, it'll make you smile, laugh, cry. It'll be all parts of it and all encompassing. Darcy, thanks so much for the time. Stay safe and enjoy that time with your family. Cheers, thanks so much. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.